you thought. They were extinct. But now, they're back. Mastodon! And they're here on Fox. Power Rangers! Don't miss the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series premiere tomorrow on Fox. Ah! After 10,000 years, I'm free! It's time to conquer Earth! Alpha, Rita's escape. Recruit a team of teenagers with attitudes. singing along you are our kind of nerd god bless ron wasserman uh, right there, there was a rumor what a kicking theme song man there was a rumor that that was also uh that that was buckethead but that has never been really proven <laughs> um that was that was the rumor for a long time was that that was buckethead uh on the guitar um but i that could that i, I don't know that i ever actually got full uh confirmation on that but yeah if if that theme song tickled your heartstrings and you found yourself singing along, you came to the right place because this joint production, this nerd alert FWB podcast talk nerdy to me shows overarching. I don't know what it is, but it is a joint production. We are your power nerdy friends with yes, benefits. That's what it is. <laughs> Looking back 30 years. Yeah, you feel old yet? Yeah, since the premiere of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on Fox. What? Wow. It's I still vividly remember when, um, you know, I saw they they did like a sneak preview uh, before it aired uh, August 28th, 1993. For those of you keeping score uh, on the Fox Kids programming block was the premiere of mighty Morphin power rangers and i remember what i like i still vividly remember watching it and um like freaking out to my mom who really could not care less uh <laughs> that i was like it was so cool they got dinosaurs and karate and they're different colors and it's so crazy awesome and she's like mm-hmm, that's nice that's nice that sounds great yeah, you got to imagine every kid to their parents sounded like they were having like a spastic cocaine <laughs> induced. So like they're Power Rangers, but they're yeah. ninjas. And then they have like robot dinosaur mechas. And then like they fight the Wicked Witch of the West. And then, oh, okay. So how, how much did you give him, Dale? Yeah, was that a fever dream? Like what? Because <laughs> it was. It was a combination of yeah. so many great things. Because it was like kids yeah. love dinosaurs and kids love martial arts and karate and and all of that and kids love uh you know over the top uh you know uh explosions and uh lightning and all that stuff that was going on in there like it was the combination of all of those things just coming together 
<laughs> we're gonna take um shine sorry japanese uh uh martial arts uh uh you know uh, uh um uh footage of people in suits um and then and then eventually we're gonna have that turned into giant kaiju uh wrecking cities and fighting uh multiple robots formed together to make one giant robot and we're gonna string all that together with saved by the bell-esque teenage drama yep what could go wrong? Because not only do the these kids have to save the world, but they also still have to do their homework. And uh, like a million extracurricular activities. They have to teach karate classes and gymnastics classes yeah. and, and work a shit at the juice bar. And, right. Uh, go to peace conferences. They were on the cleanup club or the, the cleanup planet, crew. Yeah. Whatever the hell that was. Uh, ATV races for charity because yeah. that's a thing high schoolers do. Yeah, yeah. The nineties were fun in California because <laughs> it wasn't even like they were in like a mountainous region where it would work really well to have ATVs and stuff. And like it makes sense they were like they were on the California coast because they often fought monsters on the coast. So or in a quarry, yeah, or in a in a random quarry or in the forest, like they Man. were somewhere at the crossroads of every single setting possible. The park, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. The creatures, a monster is attacking the quarry. Why? Yeah, it's I, it's rocks. What what, what are they going to do? Yeah, that's ah. Yeah, the joys that are Power Rangers, though, right? Yeah, looking back and trying to make, have it make sense. My favorite thing uh, recently is, you know, Netflix had, I don't know if they still do, but they had the whole first season up. And so I watched, like, a couple of episodes. Of the, like, I cherry-picked some that I really liked. And then yeah. Netflix sent me that email that was like, hey, have you thought about finishing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? And I was like, you're, like, 20 years too late with that, man. <laughs> you're, you're, you're pretty late trying to get me to finish Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because I finished that shit in 1995. So yeah, son. <laughs> you're pretty late to the game on asking me, hey, don't you think it's about, are, are you in the mood to finish Power Rangers? I was like, uh, Mighty Morphin, I already did. The rest of it, yeah. not not especially, but we're not here to talk about we'll get to that. anything, but Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which took the world by storm dear god did it ever uh and you know you might be thinking to yourself well it debuted at the end of august which uh perfect for fall which right after fall is christmas time which meant merch baby merch Oh, and I have some stories about that merch yeah i i had uh, a bunch of those like the flipper like the, the yeah the head flips yeah the less good flipper ones and um yeah. i had a i had a buddy uh that i grew up with uh travis marsh i'll name names i don't care uh that he had <laughs> he had like all the toys like all the good ones like all of the like the the rangers and the monsters and the zords and all that stuff like he was like he had it and it was the best like his he had like the collection and uh cuz you know we only had there was one Toys R Us next to the mall and it's like a, like a half hour drive. And, uh, I don't know if you're, I know you're familiar with, uh, that region when you get up a certain point in these United States, it snows a lot starting in September. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it doesn't stop until like May. So making frequent trips to the toy store was not necessarily in my parents, um, preferred agenda. 
Yeah, unless you're hopping on a tauntaun and you know running yeah. off. <laughs> uh, Not so much gonna happen. Yeah. No, so like Walmart had the uh, the head flippers, and because at that point we didn't have a Target, so I had to like all of my toys were relying on what Walmart had because we had a Walmart like real close. I have so. a very similar story about that too. <laughs> so that was what this it was. is going to be the the me and 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 Chris are sixty percent the same person. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, pretty much exactly it. <laughs> and and so that was what it was. Like I had like the uh, like whatever the head flippers or whatever the stuff that like the Walmart had, and uh, very seldom did I get to go to Toys R Us. And when I did get to go to Toys R Us, usually it was like everything was picked over except for the stuff that either I already had gotten from Walmart or I didn't really want because it was crap. <laughs> Fair. Cause there were some crappy uh, toys in that line. There were some there were, Oh God. It, 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 so, okay. Power Rangers got to that level of pop culture where we put Power Rangers on everything. Pencils, eraser sets, toothpaste. It was on everything. And when you're doing that, because you're trying to cash in on it while it's hot, you get some shitty toys. You get some, you know, ball popper guns that someone slapped a Power Ranger sticker on. And now we're going to sell it as a Power Ranger ball popper gun. And some kid got that for Christmas. Um, I I have two quick Power Ranger toy stories, and they both fit under the one, I'm incredibly lucky. And two, my mom is amazing. <laughs> Uh, so first one this is right after the show started we lived in a little town called freeport illinois there was no toy store yeah. our toy store was you know the the toy section at walmart or, or uh and you know come november like farm and fleet would have a toy section like every store suddenly before christmas became a toy store briefly uh but there was no dedicated toy store in town the closest one was rockford illinois about 45 minutes had a Toys R Us. So around a certain time of year, all the moms in the neighborhood, this is before cell phones. uh, There was a, if you're going to Rockford and you're going to go to Toys R Us, you call the other moms and say, Hey, are you looking for anything (laughs) while we're out? Do you need anything? And, and sure enough, uh, one of our neighbors was headed to Rockford and, and going to Toys R Us and called my mom up. And she called my mom from the Toys R Us store and said, hey, they have those Ranger things John wanted. Do you know which ones he wants? My mom didn't know how many there were, that there were different colors. And knowing that shit, she's like, ah, I guess just get all of them. How many others? She goes, there's, there's like five of them. And my mom goes, just go ahead and buy all five, thinking they're like three and three quarter G.I. Joe size yeah. action figures. No. So Jan Cochran, God bless her comes home with all five of the what are they six inch eight inch yeah those uh, ones were like um, eight or ten inches like the original line yeah, the, was like a an eight those, or ten inch yeah those triangle pyramid kind of boxes yes. come home comes home with the entire ranger lineup uh so my birthday that year my mom strategically when she uh wrapped presents numbered them ah, to make yeah. sure i started with pink and <laughs> yellow and then blue and then, yeah, literally, because I'm a dumb kid and I can't, you know, you, you'd figure by the <laughs> second or third action figure I unwrapped, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get them all. Cool. No, dumbass me was like, oh, another one. Oh, Ooh. another one. Oh, another one. Because I was an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for at least four to six months, I was the only kid in our neighborhood who had Power Ranger toys. 
because they flew off the shelves. And again, in Freeport, Illinois, nobody fucking had them. Right. You had to get all the way. Yeah. Um, now, eventually, our, you know, Walmart and Targets and whatever did finally get some of those and, and the other kids got them. Uh, but, but for a while... Uh, I was the popular kid on our block because I was the only one who had Power Ranger action figures. Uh, and then another very similar story. If you've ever watched the movie Jingle All the Way. Yes. So it's, you know, Jingle All the Way is is cranked to 11 for a comedic effect. But the notion of every season, there's that one hot toy that every kid wants. And every parent is on like a, a Lord of the Rings quest to get that <laughs> one fucking toy. That winter, our tiny town finally got a KB Toys. Oh, I miss KB Toys so much. An entire store just of toys in Freeport. So, of course, right before Christmas, every parent is bombarding this store trying to get Power Rangers shit for their kids. My mom goes on opening day of the store. Now, my mom is a survivor, a veteran of the Cabbage Patch Wars of the 1980s. (laughs) She's been to some stores. She's she's seen some shit. She's done some shady stuff to get her kids' toys. She's experienced. (laughs) She knows exactly where the boys' toys section is. She's going right for the action figures and on the shelf. And in my head, it's beaming and, you know, angels are singing in a, you know, choral. There's one white Power Ranger still on the shelf. Because if you remember, the White Ranger dropped like right before Halloween. Yeah. So by Christmas, he was still the new hotness. Like everybody wanted White Ranger stuff, and he was he was the the figure came packed in with the the Tiger's work. Yeah, you couldn't. So get it wasn't by just itself. like going to pick up. Yeah, it was a purchase. So my mom is full on sprinting down this aisle, leaping over kids who are sitting on the floor playing with toys. And reaches to grab the last white ranger. And this poor employee reaches up to grab it. To which Nancy yells out, that's mine! (laughs) And this poor (laughs) clerk is like, I was just getting it down for you, ma'am. Yeah, that's right, you were. It's like... So I make apologies to that poor KB Toys employee. Uh, apologies to that employee and that poor kid at the video store. <laughs> um, but uh, sure enough, that Christmas, and it was a total um, um, Christmas story. My mom wrapped it and then didn't put it with the rest of the gifts. So as I'm unwrapping all my gifts and mom does it, did you have a good Christmas, John? Did you get everything you wanted? Yeah. Was there was there something you really, John, what's, what's that over there? What's over there behind <laughs> the couch? You know, like I'm a dog. Like, John, yeah. John, what's that? What's that? Uh, to watch me open the White Ranger and just, you know, lose my mind. Um, those are my fondest Power Ranger toy memories. Uh, so, Nancy, thank you. Uh, and Jan Cochran, thank you. Yeah, no, it, it, it truly does take a village. The Coalition of uh, Freeport, Illinois, Cimarron Drive, Mom <laughs> Coalition of Toys, which would come to bear its ugly head again during the Beanie Baby craze, oh, but that's a whole no. different story for a different oh, show. Oh, no. Um, when when every mom was on a calling list <laughs> of who had what, it was like, it, it, was it was it reminiscent of the uh, the RA phone tree? 
God, yeah. Where it was those, like, yeah. Where, where, where it was like a like a tornado watch or whatever, and you had to do like you call them back and then make sure that that's legit, and then you call three more people and then you wait for them to call you back, and and then you call other people, and it's a, yeah, it's a it's a phone tree. It's not far off. There was a <laughs> physical list of who was looking for what Beanie Baby, and with with phone numbers, so you could call from the store because again, pre cell phones. Yeah. Uh, to to find out who was looking for what because there was a I'm looking for this so you know exactly what to grab if you see it. But then there was also the courtesy call of Hey, I'm at so and so. Didn't find this. Is there anything else you want? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. It's a that shit got time. insane, especially <laughs> when your mom has the summer off because she's a teacher. Okay, kids, get in the car. We're going shopping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where are we going, mom? To look for Beanie Babies. Oh. Boo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um. But. Since we're talking about Power Rangers, yeah, uh, I'm me. I can't help myself. Do you want a quick breakdown of how this mutant thing came to be? Yes, always. So, like we've talked, the, this show was a weird mashup of ninjas and superheroes and dinosaur mechas and magic and monsters and weird stuff. Um, you can thank the Japanese is the short version of all that. Yeah. Uh, but really, you can think for Power Rangers, you can think one man, uh, Haim Saban, who did music for kids shows for a long time, did some very famous kids uh, show theme songs, including, I believe, the real Ghostbusters and uh, like Muppet Babies and some shit. Uh, got credit um, for the Super Mario Brothers Super Show theme song, by the way. And that's a banger, man. It is awesome. I just watched the Mario I hope movie last night. <laughs> I hope he's getting residuals from the new Mario movie. Yeah, he got credit for it. He's in the credits. I was watching it last night. I actually watched it for the God, first time yes. last night, and he it was uh, like the the Super Mario rap, and it was he had write, writing credits. So that's awesome. He gets good for him. Got he's getting credit, man. So as the legend release, goes, uh, the only thing <laughs> I want for him for the rest of his life is he releases a clean copy of the real Ghostbusters theme song. But I don't think like the full Seriously, version of that. Yeah. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Anyway, sorry. You never know. You never know what what random uh, beta tapes might pull out of someone's garage. You never know. Right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, so the legend goes: Haim Saban was in a business trip in Japan, and he caught an episode of um, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this pronunciation. <clears throat> Chudensti Bioman. Bioman, uh, which is which is one of the previous seasons of Super Sentai, which is the show that that. Uh, Power Rangers is 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 I would say based on, but is it wholesale copied off? Um, while he was on this trip, he found the show and he learned that the show had been dubbed and released in France and did really well, and that got him on the dude. We have to do an American dub of this show. This could be huge. So he and his partner Shuki Levy, fun names, uh, put together a a uh, not even a pilot, but like a sizzle reel kind of tape. And shopped this around to studios to try to, to get it sold. This was in 1986. <laughs> Nobody wanted anything to do with this weird mutant Japanese dubbed over show thing that the music guys from the cartoon shows were trying to pitch. Until one fateful day in 1992 when an executive at Fox, Margaret Loesch, uh, who had had some familiarity with the Sentai stuff, um, thought, hey, maybe this idea could work. So she commissioned a pilot, which was called Galaxy Rangers. Uh, they updated instead of using Bioman footage, they took footage from uh, 
um, uh, Super Sentai Jew Ranger. Yes, Kyori Sentai Jew Ranger. Jew Ranger. Love that show. So I believe it's the proper pronunciation, Jew Ranger. Yep. Um, they they shot this pilot. Um, Margaret Loesch was willing to stake her career on this pilot. Uh, if this show didn't take off, she was pretty much going to have to resign her position. Uh, they test screened it for a bunch of kids. That test screening was successful enough that Fox ordered an initial order of 40 episodes. Um, and the rest, as they say, is history, which I'm sure we'll get into. But that's how this thing came to be. Haim Saban saw the original Super Sentai show in Japan, thought this could work, had the crazy idea, let's just take that Japanese footage We'll dub over it because they're all wearing helmets and you don't see the lips move. Yep. And we'll shoot on the cheap some new footage to tie it all together with and we'll we'll bang that as its own show. Um, they even had a deal with uh, Toei Studios who made the original Super Sentai stuff to shoot additional close-ups and inserts of the villains so they could use that to edit stories together. Yeah, and they would, uh, uh, like, when the Japanese season was done shooting, they would, like, ship costumes and stuff. Um, and like some props over and uh, that's why there's a different green ranger shield because that shield was damaged um, and so america had to make their own green ranger shield and as we know it as the puffy shield mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, because it it is not the like hard foam looking uh, you you can tell the difference. Uh, yes, let's just say very that. clearly. Uh, and it's not just the shade of green of the costume; it is like straight up the puffy shield uh, and the blaster versus the dragon dagger. All that stuff. If you're super nerdy into it, yeah. like us, you can you can tell the difference. Um, but yeah, like they, they had, they, they, it was a really good arrangement where. Um, and, and there's there's people that have have gone and you can catalog you can find the catalog of like the episodes that match up and like where the footage was done and people have um, there it, it's called um, if you look up Zayu 2 and Zayu 3 footage you can see the extra stuff that Japan shot and then it was inserted in because um, you can and that tell. gets into um, yeah the, so, yeah, initially it was, hey, go get those suits out of storage and shoot some close-ups for us so we can make the story work better. Uh, and then as the show went on, and, you know, it when this show hit, dude, it not since Ninja Turtles has a show gotten this big so fast. Oh, yeah. And, and probably even faster than Turtles. It was, like, overnight. Um, yeah. Turtles had to play that five-episode miniseries like three or four times before it really kind of caught on and, 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 you know, lit like wildfire. But Power Rangers, it was, it was like from day one, as soon as we hit the ground, this thing was huge, just everywhere. So because of that, the initial 40 episodes, uh, the last two episodes are called Doomsday, which was meant to be a potential series end because we didn't know if we we're going to get anything past these 40 episodes. Well, of course, the show is is merchandise is flying off the shelves faster than we can make it, uh, you know, as evidenced by our personal stories earlier. Um, so they ordered an additional 25 episodes. Well, at this point, they'd used all the original Jurenja footage they had. There was none left to be used. We'd already used it all. <laughs> we can't pull over any further. So they went back to Toei and said, hey, will you build us 25 more monster costumes? <laughs> 
and then shoot some fight sequences with that and send us the footage. And Toei's like, uh, okay. So that's how we got additional the the first thirteen episodes of yeah. sorry uh, uh, the the after episode forty the next like, twelve episodes I think season one was like fifty two or whatever uh, were were from this new batch of footage and then the first like ten episodes of what will become season two yep was from all this new stuff that Toei had made yeah uh, um, just for Power Rangers it never existed in in previous Sentai stuff yeah because also. Uh, with the introduction of the White Ranger and the season two Thunder Zords, those were from a totally different Sentai series. So, combining this is where shit gets confusing. Yeah. yeah. So combining <laughs> the footage of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with the Zords and monsters and other stuff from the next season with totally different characters, because that's the thing about uh, Super Sentai is that every year. The cast totally changes. The powers, the costumes, like everything totally changes. And the stories are generally not interconnected. And so the when you when you start robbing footage from the next year, because you know, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is so popular that they don't want to just completely change everything. They don't want to get a new cast and a new new look and new everything because it's still making money. So they they need more Mighty Morphin stuff, but now Japan is like, dude, that was so two years ago. We're on to something else now. And America is like, no, no, we need more. We need more. And so then they have to splice stuff together and make it work. And yeah, it got... I, I feel bad yeah. for the editors that had to yeah. make all that <laughs> stuff fit. By season two, you've got U.S. filmed suit fight scenes and unmorphed fight scenes cut with Zord fights from up to three different shows, yeah. depending on what the episode is. Because if you ever wondered as a kid why they got new Zords every year, it's because they were using new Zord footage from different shows. Yeah. So you get stuff from Gosei Sentai Die Ranger yeah. in season two, which is which is where they're, the Thunder Zords come from and where the White Ranger comes from. Um, then you get, uh, in the season three, Ninja Sentai Kaku Ranger. Kaku Ranger. Yeah, uh, where the the Zords and um, those suits from Kaku Ranger later became, if you're a super nerdy Power Ranger fan, if you remember the Alien Rangers, at the end of season three, I think. Yeah, I see uh, season three. Yeah, that is just recycled footage from yet another <laughs> uh, Sentai uh, show. Um, so depending on the episode, you could be splicing together American footage with Japanese footage from three different shows. Yeah depending on who's in what shot and you get some fights where it's like, okay, um, white tiger Zord turns and punches to the camera. And then we'll cut that with the reaction of the monster that week <laughs> flying back. Like yep. it got punched from something just off camera. Cause those two things were never on set together ever. No. In fact, they were filmed years apart. Right. And then there's uh every so often you can, you can pick out where uh, the editors just had no choice. Like there's that one episode where, uh, there's the giant kid that's next to Megazord that that got through. And like at the time I didn't realize it. And then like going back and watching it as an adult, it's only for like a few frames, but you're like, was that a giant like middle schooler <laughs> next to Megazord? Like what? And then you go back and you realize that the, like what episode it's from. And you're like, Oh, okay. They had to use that shot because those characters were like 
that was the bad guy and they just they tried to edit it real fast so you wouldn't notice but yeah there's some funny goofy uh edit mistakes that that they really just hoped you wouldn't catch that as a kid i I never noticed uh but as an adult now i'm like oh yeah i see that but it's still i still love it anyway i mean and not just zord footage but like i distinctly remember and i forget which episode it is but there's there's one episode the rangers themselves are standing in a city looking up talking to something off screen and behind them are Power Rangers colored motorcycles with sidecars. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? When did they get those? I, what? There's no toy of them. I'm confused. Like, just random shit. Like, you guys could have used any reaction shot of yep. the Rangers talking to something off camera. And you went with this? Yeah. Cause in the Japanese show, they had, um, they, they had motorcycles with sidecars. Yep. And, uh, and eventually yeah. we did get those toys imported. Yeah. But on the American show, they were never in the show. Right. So like then there were, then you go to the toy store and they there's toys out there and you're like, what? Is, I don't even remember this, but I want it. So I, okay. Uh, yep. But yeah, or they, you'd buy it because you think, oh, this must be new for this season. It'll show up in the show eventually. Right. Uh, they were riding ATVs. So maybe motorcycles is next and yeah. it never hey. happened. Uh, See right there, you already put more thought into it than the producers thought. <laughs> interested. The the best part ever though is when you have someone who like they're really into Power Rangers or like the, you know the idea of what Power Rangers is, and then you show them episodes of Zoo Ranger for the first time <laughs> because that show is totally different, and like the storylines are totally different, and the way that the characters interact with each other. I mean, there's the whole Yellow Ranger uh, where the Yellow Ranger in the Japanese version is a is a man whose name is Boy B O I, and then in America, it's a female character, even though she doesn't have a skirt. But so even like the stunt actor for the Yellow Ranger is a guy. So it, it's it's a totally different show, and it's really good. It drags a little bit, but it's good. Uh, the whole green range like that was the other funny thing is so like it starts out you know yeah. there, there are five teenagers with attitude of course and like they're they're basically like as they were they were editing as they were going to make power rangers so the, yep. the japanese company is like is just sending them footage and then so they're editing and they're editing and all of a sudden this green ranger shows up and the, yeah, Amer- the, the like, story goes they, they'd get an episode the writers would get an episode of sentai and go through it and say, okay, what footage from that episode can we use? Pull that out. Okay, now write a story that can uh, encapsulate all the footage we can use from that episode. Write something new to tie it all together. with. Yeah. And so they, they, they get the tapes one day. They get all the footage, and they're like, what the shit? There's a green one now. Now we got to come up with how we're going to do this because the green one, like, keeps showing up and is, like, a major part. Like, it's not like the green one shows up for a scene and then goes away and it's like one episode and he's done and you can just kind of ignore it and keep going. The green one's like a major, major story point for the Japanese version. And he's in like every episode after a certain point. And so now they're like, well, hell, now we got to work him in. And of course, the green one's like starts out bad and starts whooping everybody's ass and it's taking all five of them on at the same time and you're like oh how are we supposed to to write this now and so it was it's kind of funny that like they didn't even know where it was going while they were doing it like you know usually like 
we'd already been cast in producing it. Now yeah. we have to go cast another Ranger. Yeah, because I think they were like, it was like 13 or 14 episodes in before the green one shows up because that was like how far they had gotten with that footage before they started to get stuff with the green one. And then they were like, oh, hell. Um, yeah. And then, of course, everybody loves the green one um, when he shows up because he's got his own, he's got his own Zord. He's got his own, um, you know, giant mecha. And he's got his own powers, and he's badass, and he's got a shield which separates. It was him. a five-part episode, yeah. dude. It was a whole like, week. It was, was an entire week. Yeah. It was. It was because as much as I love Power Rangers, yeah, it's very much monster of the week, and it comes up, and we fight buddies, and then we fight the monster morphed, and then the monster grows, and we fight with like it's very formulaic until the the Green Ranger saga hits. And it's different. It's all different. It's like, oh, well, we're not just playing the normal formula. And, and, and like, he's got a, you said, like you said, like he's got a Zord too, and he can beat the whole team up. And like, as a kid, because I was what, eight, nine when the show came yeah. out? 93. Like, yep. Yeah. It felt like a legit, like, it might be the last time I remember genuinely thinking, holy shit, the Power Rangers are going to lose. Yeah. Like, everything they had to throw at them the 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 green ranger and rita and because that's the same time they introduced randomly for for no reason scorpina yeah just because she appears in the japanese footage so we we might as well introduce her real quick uh we'll never use her again after this but we better introduce her real quick um but yeah you started like it it felt like holy crap like you know this isn't just a monster of the week this isn't a thing we're done with in 20 minutes like this is this is legit like that scene where he pops into the Megazord and kicks them all out and starts just like ripping off panels and shit. Oh, yeah, I was afraid, man. It's badass, and like because he's he's supposed to be one of them. Like it's not he's not like a monster. He's a he's a Power Ranger, and then also you know they they very poorly tried to you know have the mystery of who is the Green Ranger, and it's the probably the one guy who only dresses in green um yeah that new guy in town yeah. who just showed up who yeah. only dresses in green and was in the ninja contest yeah, yeah. might be him uh <laughs> just subtle hint subtlety was the key of power rangers there um and and so like he's also a person so it's not like with a monster where like they they punch him till he blows up like it's a human being so you're like how are they going to beat him because they can't just punch him till he blows up because then that's murder so yeah. like wh what are they going to do and and so yeah it added just this level of of complexity for a kids show uh, and then the writers <laughs> so as much as they bent over backwards to make the green ranger work late into season one <laughs> you then get the one-two punch of oh so in in sentai in Jew ranger we kill off the green ranger yeah oh yeah he did so he just stopped showing up yeah so your most popular ranger yeah, this thing that like you know, we got thrown a curveball with others. Oh, there's another ranger. Okay, we handled that beautifully. We we worked him in. We we had the whole you know sort of darkness, and we'll turn him into a good guy. And and now he's 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 the most popular ranger. And toy sales are shooting up even higher because now there's a new ranger to go get stuff for, and he's got all of his own stuff. And and then he's just gonna disappear. <laughs> yeah, he's just gone. Yep. And He's then, gone and, again. and it was like, it was extra bad because like in the show, in the, in the Japanese show, it's, it's, you know, the candle, you know, they have the whole green candle saga. And so like the longer that he stays outside of this room, the faster the candle burns. So he basically stays in this room for 
like a long time. So there was like this random series of episodes where they're just like, where's Tommy? We don't know. We don't, he's just not going to help us. And it was because that was the section of the Japanese show where like, where uh, the green Ranger was like, no, nah, I'm just hanging out in here and I'm not going to go help him because he didn't mm-hmm. want the candle to burn. So like, they just kind of made Tommy out to be kind of a dick where he was just like, now nah, you guys got this one. And then he'd show up late and be like, Hey guys, I saw you. You did great. And it was like, <laughs> Oh, asshole. Yeah. They, they finally wrote themselves out of it with the, the green, the U the, the power ranger green candle saga. Yeah. Where, uh, which was, Rita did the green candle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the green candle, because because Rita had the green power coin somehow, so she made a candle, and as the candle burned, it would drain his powers away, and and we saved him, but not before. You know, the candle wasn't totally out, but it was almost all gone. So like his powers were weak, which was a genius way of like maybe Tommy will be around this week, maybe he won't, because right. you know his, his powers are waning. He has to use them carefully, so. Uh, but that also made anytime Tommy did come back, it was a big thing. Oh, yeah, it was like a huge deal. And it was like, this could be the last time, but I'm going to help you guys. Like, mm. uh, th- th- like th- 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 this could be the last time I use my powers, but, you know, it's for the greater good. And, uh, you know, and then, uh, like, they, they fooled me because then they were like, they did the whole uh, White Ranger saga because, you know, he gives the power coin away because that was the only way to keep it from having Rita have it was to give it to mm-hmm. another ranger so he gives it to to Jason of course and uh then we get a couple episodes with uh the red ranger and the shield which was great and then oh well, we're building a white ranger cuz it like Tommy like very seldomly shows up except for like a th- there's like he goes away for a while and then he shows up at like a um you know they have a like it could be the end of the world and then the power rangers save the day and then like he's in the crowd Mm-hmm. And, and you're like, oh wait, he's back, huh? Okay. And then that was yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was uh, Doomsday, yeah, which yeah. was supposed to be like the potential end of season one or the end of the entire show. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like, oh, okay. Well, now, um, you know, he's he's maybe back, kind of, uh, maybe. And and then, oh, now we're building a yeah, white the, ranger. Well, that's like even before that. Uh, so season one ends and Tommy's again, he's around, but his powers are limited. So like sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. And by the time we got to proper season two, the show was a bona fide phenomenon. So the, the two part premiere episode, uh, or episodes of season two aired on Fox in prime time with the two part episode that introduced number one, new villain, Lord Zed, the first U S only villain character. He did not exist in any previous Sentai stuff. He's just for the U.S. footage. Fires Rita, takes over, and the first thing Zed does, take out the Green Ranger. Yep. He's on the ropes. He's the most powerful one of them. Take him out. Yep. Like, Zed landed like a sucker punch to every 10-year-old kid who was in love with Power Rangers because, oh, Rita's gone. Here's a new bad guy. First thing, Green Ranger, out of here. You're done. Yep. He said, I'm going to do what Rita couldn't do. Boom done sets the tone yeah like we're all afraid of zed now like you know we didn't kill tommy but like the green ranger's gone so we might as well have killed him off because he disappears for several episodes yeah and then you build up the whole mystery of the white ranger thing um 
which was really shouldn't have been a mystery, but you know, it could have been Richie from the juice bar. It could have been. They had a couple of really poorly done red herrings, but um, the, the, the character who was just there to be a red herring. Yeah. yeah uh, my, my favorite part about that whole thing is the reason that I found out who it was, was uh, um, okay. So there was a, there was a little news zine thing that used to come out called Disney adventures oh yes and it was like reader's digest sized and it was it was like yeah it was like all this disney stuff and like kid stuff and and all that and uh so they had an insert in one of them i i came home from school one day and the mail was there and there was the new disney adventures and i'm flipping through it real quick and there's an insert for uh the new set of power rangers trading cards and so they have the now featuring the white ranger card and they have the front and the back of the white ranger card and the back literally is the bio of the character and it says once he lost his powers as the green ranger tommy was reborn as the white ranger you know bestowed with the the powers of the white ranger so like it's spoiled and that was like the week of the episode that aired so it was like i i figured it like i read that and it was like two days before it was gonna be because you know they ran all the promos of like who's the white ranger it gets revealed Mm -hmm. and they had the thing where like he unclips the helmet and starts to pull it off and he pulls it like back to front so that you don't see the face right away and so, like, mm-hmm. they would show that clip just until you were about to see the face. So they ran that, like, forever. And they were like, Friday, find out who it is. And I got that magazine on, like, a Wednesday. And so, like, I read it and I was like, I know who it is. I know who it is. And then, like, I thought about it. I'm like, well, that's pretty obvious. But had I really thought about it, I would have been like, yeah, it's probably who it is. But then I knew for sure Man. because Disney Adventures spoiled it for me. The power you had for, like, 48 hours. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Where I was like, I know who was. Like, don't mess with me, kid. I can ruin Power Rangers for yeah. you. And and like, well, and and the problem, the problem with it was at that point, um, like I was the only one of my friends that still watched it. Oh, so like I had this information, and I was like, oh, I like I wish there was somebody that actually gave a shit that I could tell, because nobody cared. Because I was like, oh, I, yeah, guess what? I know who the White Ranger is, and they were like, yeah, whatever. We're into something else now. Like there was something else. <laughs> We're into Baywatch or whatever the shit was on at that yeah, time. Yeah, we discovered like, girls. You yeah. guys are dumb. And I'm like, no, but Power Rangers. And they're like, yeah, go away. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was a fun time where I was like, yeah, like, I I know who it is. And people were like, I don't care because, you know, man. the uh, whatever was going on in 1995, like, that was what everybody cared about instead. And I was the only so- well, we're on the green to white transition. This is my other big story to share for my childhood memories of Power Rangers, as opposed to my adult memories of Power Rangers, <laughs> which is a whole different show. <laughs> so October of 94, I'm guessing. Um, mom, my, my, my mom always made her Halloween costumes. Um and so every year she'd be like, okay, what do you want to be for Halloween this year, John? I want to be a Power Ranger. And I was like, great, perfect. Last year we bought him a Red Ranger costume. Cool. We'll go buy him a bigger one that fits this year. Awesome. Great. Thanks, John. No, no, I want to be the green Power Ranger. What? Yes. I want to be the green uh. Ranger, Mom. There's, there's there's a green Ranger now. Yeah. Well, guess what costume they didn't make in stores? No, they the sure did not. The green Ranger. 
so now mom's like oh great what the hell do i do well we looked out um mccall's i think uh, the company that makes patterns for people who sew yeah uh, everything from just like ordinary clothing to like halloween costumes for kids mccall's made not only a power ranger pattern but a power ranger pattern that included the green ranger dragon shield yeah so my mom goes oh thank god we can make him a costume not realizing how intensive this costume was going to be yeah. uh so mom sets about making me this incredibly elaborate costume because it's got a lot of pieces to it and trying to find and and you talk about the the um the dragon shield the u.s puffy shield and yep. the japanese shield my mom can tell you all about the frustration of trying to make freaking dragon shield it looks <laughs> like the one from the show and my kids yelling at me because it doesn't look right <laughs> yeah she's been there she feels that pain uh but that year because yeah again you couldn't go out and buy this costume um my elementary school did the costume parade but we did it like snake style so you started with one classroom in kindergarten and you got up and you walked through the the classroom next to you uh, and to to walk around the classroom, and everyone sees your costumes, and then that classroom hooks onto the back of you, oh, and you go nice. through the entire school, snaking from classroom to classroom. Right? That's pretty dope. So, I know it was actually really cool. It really was. Because then your final thing was you go outside and you do a lap around the block outside the school, so the whole neighborhood gets to see your costumes, and then you go back to school. <laughs> well, in that year, I was the only kid in Lincoln Douglas Elementary School who had a Green Ranger costume. Yeah. And when I tell you I was king for a day, sir, I was king of that school for like six hours. Hey, that's Tons that's... of Power Rangers, loads of red and pink and, and some blue because those were like the ones you could find on the shelves. And right. Tons of kids, you know, the only Green Ranger. <laughs> um, so imagine my mom's frustration when mere weeks before Halloween – they bring out a white Power Ranger. <laughs> Mom, I don't want to be the Green Ranger no. anymore. What? I want to be the White Ranger. There's a White Ranger now. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Fine, I'll make you that costume, but it's going to be after Halloween. You're going to be the Green Ranger, John, and you're going to like it. Okay. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, this place is a prison. So you... <laughs> yeah, so my poor mom. She nailed the Green Ranger costume, by the way. She yeah, absolutely oh, yeah. freaking nailed it. Absolutely. I've seen photos uh, of it. It's fantastic. And I think, uh, you know, a photo needs to be put into the replies of of this posting. Uh, if you've got if you've got one that you can add on to. Oh, I do. I um, absolutely do. I think that needs to I think that needs to be added uh, so that people can see. And then great. to her credit, once Halloween was over. She, all right. Show me this white Power Ranger. <laughs> And she took a sigh of relief, and it's like, okay, so the entire suit's just white. Right. Cool, you're getting a white sweatsuit. Yeah, with just like, uh, <laughs> like yeah. yeah, yeah, with the belt. So and she the made yeah. the she made the belt, the ankle pieces, the wrist pieces, and the shield, and everything else was just you're, you're sewn onto a white sweatsuit. Um, so yes, uh, Nancy, if you're listening to this episode, <laughs> you nailed both of those costumes. Oh yeah, they're they're amazing. Like they are incredible, uh, and. Uh, we will gloss over the fact that uh, that was 1994 and five you and mm -hmm. that those shields fit 2023 me. Um, we're just going to gloss over that fact. 
Hey, I'm jealous, man. <laughs> they don't fit me anymore. We're just I gonna, can burn them right now if they did, damn it. We're going to gloss over the fact that, that childhood you uh, is the size of me. And then I was big for my age. It's okay. A, yeah. And I'm small for my age. So it's fine. It works out. It's, <laughs> the overlap is there. It's the Venn diagram. It's the overlap. It's the I'm overlap. glad they have a good home. No, like they, they are like, like the, the pictures, like they look fantastic. They're, they're yeah. True. Perfect job all the way around. Like they are. That amazing. being said, if my upcoming nephew ever wants to be a green ranger, I'm, I'm going to have to call that. No, no, I, I completely understand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like that's that. Uh, like, because still, like to this day, Chef's Kiss like looked incredible. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like that that was that was supposed to be the centerpiece of a uh, of a fan project that just never got off the ground because I couldn't get enough people uh, even dubbing stuff over. I tried to do it like the Japan to U.S. way of just dubbing a bunch of stuff over, and I got I got enough to make a trailer. And I still have the the DVD that has a trailer, like that has all the the elements that needs to come out to make a trailer where I like I put together like the um like the the the, the morphing and call for the Zords sequence where like no excuse me like everybody does their morphing call and then like calls on the Zords and then like the when the Zords show up and then they jump in and have like a catchphrase or like a, a quip. Like mm-hmm. I had, I had all that done, and then like the 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 Megazord like goes from battle mode to uh, like the full stand up mode. Like I had that that done, and that took like a year. So I didn't. I don't think the project <laughs> was ever going to get off the ground. So I think it's pretty much done. But somewhere there's a disc that just says PR data, and that's what all that is. It's all on one DVD. You need, you need to dig that out. That needs to be posted. Uh, I know. I need to <laughs> as your Red Ranger, I had a great time with that. <laughs> yeah, you were. You were the Red you, Ranger. You... Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got a. It's in. There's. I have like four or five like CD binders, and that's in one of them. And I, it's like one of the only ones I can't find. So I have to find where that is so I can dig out that disc. And uh, I'll at some point you're gonna get a picture that uh, of just me, that my hand thriller. holding a disc that just says PR data, and you're gonna be like, I know what that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great it's gonna be a great moment because i think i'm gonna have to reassemble it but all of the elements are there so it should be really easy um but i had like the extended yeah. sequence where like all the zords like like the pterodactyl comes out of the volcano and like oh yeah like the triceratops like you see the the leaves rustle and then it comes shooting through. like i had all like the 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 uh, mastodon like comes out of the ice like i had all that stuff like i had the extended sequence because i was like if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it right and then i got halfway into it and i was like this is a fucking mistake so uh didn't think that one all the way through because i was like this is a whole lot more work to edit and i had to like edit the music uh so that the music would go that long Uh, yeah it was a chore um but it was it was great and then i don't even know what computer it was on but i was at least smart enough to burn everything onto a dvd uh so i could have it later and now mm-hmm. I just gotta find the DVD. So, because I have like that, I have uh, two or three discs worth of like um, 
like the raw Ghostbusters footage from all the stuff. Oh, and, like I have, nice. I have so much like da- I have a bunch of the um, like the sitcom data and all that stuff, like all these discs that are like the data <laughs> disc. I know. And it's like they're all in one binder and it's like the one binder I can't find. So like I, I'm going to have to go into the attic, I guess, and dig out and see. I still I love it. when people come over and they're looking at my collection to go, what's on call? <laughs> like, oh, let me tell you. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, it's still <laughs> it's still only available online in one spot. Like there's one website where you can find it, and I'm never telling anybody where it is. Or my DVD copy. Yeah, that's right. Like I've, I've got I've got like all the episodes on an, an, an external hard drive, and um, so like I've got like hard copies of them. But like I uploaded them online so I could share them at, at some point, and then I just like I can't figure out how to delete them from the site. So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, they're just going to stay there. I'm just never telling anybody where they are. Yeah, so, they live here now. Yeah. I'm just like, well, nobody needs to know. And like, they're not taking them down. So I guess, uh, cause I All remember right. I got pissed off at, uh, Carl, Carl Douglas, I think is who it was, who does, whoever does Kung Fu fighting because he copyright struck, uh, that episode, uh, that had that oh, the dance it. fight one. Yeah. It had, uh, we had yeah. an episode that had Kung Fu fighting in it. And I was so mad because like I uploaded it and it was, it was great. And then all of a sudden it was like, I got an email that was like the owner of Kung Fu fighting has, has flagged this for copyright. So it's coming down. And I was so pissed off. I was like, listen, this is the best. Yeah, Cause use. I'm raking in the money on right. these videos. <laughs> right. I was like, listen, listen, this is the best project that Kung Fu fighting's ever been a part of. You should be thanking me. Whoa! And no, he didn't thank me. So Carl Douglas, eat one. But we're not here to talk about Carl Douglas. Um, uh, it's okay. It wouldn't be us if we didn't get way off topic, right? Um, no, like so. Okay, so we've talked about you know the uh, like the toys, how the show came about, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was you know, and you touched on so much other merch. But how many of the VHS tapes did you have? Okay, I have one official VHS tape. We were at the Ball of America for Christmas, and in Camp Snoopy, they had a, I forget which print, it was a toy store in Camp Snoopy. And again, this is right when Power Rangers were coming out. So they put out those official VHS releases of like individual episodes. Yeah. But the sleeve that they came in was like, because each episode was centered around a specific ranger. So I have the Red Ranger, which I believe is the episode that has him fighting the Black Knight. I think so, yeah. That is the only official VHS I have of Power Rangers. Um, I'm yeah. not sure where it is. I remember, uh, like, we used to go to Home Vision Video, uh, RIP Home Vision Video, and uh, sure. they used to have, you know, like, there was, of course, you could rent all the videos, but then there was, like, a section for sale. And uh, I would always try and get my my parents to buy me a power rangers vhs when we would go and my my dad would always be like oh well aren't those on tv like you can just tape it off tv you don't need the video and i'm like no like they've already moved on to season two like i, I they don't play these anymore and that's such a dad answer yeah, I love it. no yeah. no you have power rangers at home no. yeah yeah no he was like he was like no you you watch that on tv every week almost every day he's like we don't need to buy it. You can just turn on the TV and watch it. And then, uh, so back when, uh, a few years ago when they, it was like a huge deal when they did like all of the power ranger seasons on DVD. 
they had like mm-hmm. the big the big multi set and it was like you could buy like a ton of seasons or you could buy like just mighty morphin or you could buy the seasons individually i bought the uh like the mighty morphin power rangers one through three dvd set and i called my dad and i was like hey remember when you said <laughs> at home vision video that we could just watch power rangers at home i was like well now we can't so now i have to spend 109 dollars <laughs> to buy it from from FYE, actually no, I, I bought it on Amazon. It was like fifty, sixty bucks. Like Amazon had a hell of a deal when it first came out, um, and you could mm-hmm. get all this. So like I, I, I have, but I, I said, remember when you said, no, we don't need to buy it because you know you can just turn on the TV and watch it. I was like, well, now I have to buy it because I can't watch it on TV, and I don't trust any of these streaming places to not just delete them. So I have to buy them. And now it's going to cost me 70 bucks. And, and I did. So that's that. Um, you were also kind enough to give your good friend a heads up that it was on sale. Yeah. Uh, so I bought the same box set. Yeah. Cause I, I think like, I, I legit think that in stores it was, it was over a hundred bucks, but I think Amazon had it and it was like 59 or 69. So it was, it was a really yeah. good deal for that many discs. And it was like, if you buy it anywhere else, you're 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 leaving money on the table like you're spending too much so um Mm -hmm. um, but um so yeah like the the vhs tapes were a big one um that and then they did like the vhs exclusive ones like the the christmas movie oh god yeah that i fucking hate (laughs) Like every year, yep. every year it's like Christmas specials, and like I think that one's on YouTube. I think someone ripped it and put it on YouTube. It's it's Alpha's Magical Christmas, and much like, uh, and you're gonna you're gonna notice this parallel. Much like my um, completely unnecessary hatred for Slimer in the real Ghostbusters, my least favorite character in the history of Power Rangers is Alpha Five, who is supposed to be everybody's favorite. Like, he's supposed to be, like, a really good character that you love, and, you know, he's, like, an endearing, goofy character, and I fucking hate him. Um, well, see, now you got me thinking of who my my most hated character in Power Rangers is. Yeah, oh, Alpha 5, like, hands down for me. It was it was a chore to, because uh, they did an exclusive, uh, they did, a, like, a limited pop of Alpha 5, and it, was, it took everything I had to buy it. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I fucking hate this character so much. I hate him so much. He's like, he, there, there's like three signatures on my poster that I don't have. And one of them is Alpha 5. And I'm kind of okay with that. With that <laughs> one. I'm like, if I could have the entire cast of the movie sign this poster, except for the Alpha 5 related actors, I would be okay with it. Don't hold that. That's, <laughs> That's really where cute. we are. So yeah, Alpha's Magical Christmas. Every time like Christmas episodes come up, uh, like I love watching, uh, you know, like a Flintstones Christmas Carol, and there's the real Ghostbusters mm-hmm. Christmas episode, and there's, episodes. there's like yeah. there's like four or five great Christmas cartoons that I love watching, but I will never ever ever watch Alpha's Magical Christmas because that robot can suck it. You know, I think my most hated characters because. They're just as annoying as Alpha, but even more so because at least Alpha has a purpose. Yeah. Like, he's at least somewhat useful some of the time. You know, he 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 teleports the Rangers here and there and, you know, 
every time Zordon's tube is down, he's there to like console, you know, <laughs> how do we get, he at least does something occasionally. There are two characters who collectively have no fucking purpose on this show. They're mm. there because they're there in the Japanese footage and that's Squat and Babu. Yeah. Name one thing Squat and Babu do ever. They get in the way. That's about it. You, you got me there. <laughs> That's like, their purpose. I always kept waiting for some weird, like, squat, babu, bulk, and skull thing, because oh, they were, like, the yeah. alien equivalents of bulk and skull, but but, but less funny. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think the only reason that they were a little bit endearing is because they were bad guys. Like, if they were good guys. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. If, if they were, if they were like, if, if they were on the Power Ranger side, like, if they were good guys, but they were that bumbling and that stupid, like, yeah, oh, I would have fucking hated them, too. Because I don't know why. Like, I don't know why it's, like, Alpha 5 is, like, he's trying to help them. Like, he'll make, he'll make stupid corny jokes sometimes. And, like, he'll try and be, like, like, sometimes he tries to be really hip and cool and, like, use kid lingo. And it's funny because he's a, he's a robot. I don't know. I fucking hate him. Like I hate that character. You just don't. You don't. You don't like team mascot. No, I don't. Slimer Alpha. No, I don't. I don't. I don't like him. And it's it's trying to think who the mascot would be for Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I guess April. Yes, I got no problem with April or Splinter or anything like that. But I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, freaking. Alpha, like I guess, uh, me, uh, what is it, Metalhead? I like Metalhead. Uh, okay, there you go. I don't know, uh, but yeah, just something about Alpha Five. Just oh, I, I, every episode I would be like, break him down for parts. Like, <laughs> how do you feel about Scooby Doo? Uh, I here's an embarrassing fact about me. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. Um, I actually. Uh, we had a cat when I was uh-huh. growing up, and my parents made the mistake of letting me name this cat Orin- uh-huh. Orange Cat, so full of fight, as you know orange cats are. And uh, so I named our orange cat Scrappy-Doo mm. because I was such a big <laughs> Scooby-Doo fan, and I didn't mind Scrappy-Doo that I called this cat Scrappy-Doo after the famous dog. Scrappy Doo is the best character in Scooby Doo. I will defend that. And uh, that cat lived to be like 22 years old. So I guess. Damn. Yeah. That, that cat, here's what that cat would do every day. Every day it was the same. Like he would wake up and he would beg to go outside. So we'd let him go outside. And then he would come back at the end of the day and he would have like all these cuts and scrapes and like he'd be missing a <laughs> chunk of his ear. And he, we'd let him in and he'd eat and he'd go to bed. And then the next morning he'd wake up and want to go back outside. So he was just like going around picking fights. Like that cat was a son of a bitch. But I loved him because he was the only cat that like he was, he was not the only, but he was like the main cat that would uh, at night he would sleep on my bed. Like he would sleep, like uh-huh. he would sleep on top of the cover. Like he 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 slept on my bed the way that I always wish now every cat would. Where like I sleep on my side, kind of like in an S, like my legs mm-hmm. kind of, and like in that curve of my legs, like where my knees are, that's where he would curl up. And I'm like, that's the perfect spot for a cat to sleep if they're gonna sleep on your bed. And I'm like, I wish every cat that I had from that point on would sleep that way. And he's literally the only one that has ever slept that way. 
So you don't want your your pet to be sleeping on your head like no. my dog insists on doing? No. No. <clears throat> okay. No. Sleep sleep in the curve of my knees when I make an S when I sleep on my side. That's where I no. want you to be. On, <laughs> on my pillow between the wall and my head is where Sadie <laughs> insists on sleeping. Yeah. My little Sadie hat. Yeah. Yeah, squat and baboo. Pointless. Hate them. Get out of here. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, they are they are basically filler, and they are literally only there because they're in the Japanese version. Uh, so, do you want to get to some of the, I don't want to say darker, but more unfortunate oh, behind-the-scenes shit of Power Rangers? Oh, you mean the shitty acting conditions? <laughs> you nailed it in one. <laughs> yeah, the, the atrocious working conditions. Because here's the thing, on the face of it, you're like, it's really you're only shooting half a show. Like, on its face, you would think that you're not even really shooting a a whole show because you're importing at least half the footage. Yeah, season one, anytime Rangers are in suit, it's Sentai footage. Anytime it's Zords, it's Sentai footage. Even in season one, anytime it's Rita, it's Sentai footage. Yeah, so, like, if I'm an actor, I'm like, that's like a half job, but they're paying me for the whole thing? Okay, Tell you remember their first season order. So, okay, your average TV show is 22 to 24 episodes a season. Yeah. Power Rangers season one episode, initial episode order, 40 episodes. Yeah. Which was then extended to 65 episodes. Yeah. And because at that point, they were, it was airing five times, it was airing six times a week. Yep. Because they yep. would do they Monday would have, through Saturday. Yeah, they would have the Monday through Friday, which was like the regular stuff, and then Saturday was like the like it didn't follow the the same order number. It was like the weird extra episodes. So like when they did the the Green with Evil one parts one through five, that was like a Monday through Friday. Um like a whole week. So that's why they did some of like they did that one in, in a five parter because they were like, Well, we'll just friggin' take all week. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, then you had the uh, like the other episodes on Saturdays. So, yeah, it was at at its height. It was airing six times a week. And that's 40 to 65 episodes of a non-union production. Yeah. Which means no restrictions on hours you're shooting or length of day you're shooting. Absolutely no protections for anything any actor would normally expect, like, I don't know. Residual payments for reruns. Right. That was as it was airing, you know, over and over and over again because it was so popular. No cut whatsoever of any merchandise. Even stuff that has your likeness on it. Yeah. They got a one-time payment for their likeness. That was it. I, by I, certain estimates, by 94, they were making over one billion dollars with a B on just Power Ranger merchandise. The actors didn't get shit. Yeah, I think Austin St. John when when they finally left, when the three of them finally left, um he he had an interview because at one point he was he was Austin St. John was homeless for a short time after he left Power yep. Rangers. And I think he had said that he compared it to if he worked the window at a McDonald's, he would get paid about the same as what he made um Based on inflation and and like to to scale, uh, the projection that I saw was it was less than sixty thousand dollars is what they got paid per year. 
And you might be thinking, oh, okay, 60000 to be an actor, that's not bad. Well, they lived and shot in Los Angeles. Yeah. And 60000 in Los Angeles isn't shit. No, so, that, that, that will get you about a month. Yeah. So anytime you think, oh, they left for money. Like, yeah, okay, they did, but keep in mind, not only that, but so so contracts were coming up for renewal. And not only do we want you guys to come back and shoot another 60-some episodes for another season of Power Rangers, we want to tack two motion pictures onto your contract. But we're not going to pay you anything more. We're not going to pay you anything more. We're not going to give you a merchandise cut. We're not going to, we're not going to give you any additional benefits. We're just going to tack more onto your contract for the same amount of pay. Yeah. And yeah, so I think, yeah, the, the, the three of them banded together and mm -hmm. uh, I know, I know Amy Jo Johnson has gone on record to say that she regrets not joining in with them and has said that, you know, it, it probably would have been different if all six all, yeah. of the main characters had joined together because then it would have forced your hand either you have to replace everybody and start all over or you have to you know give in to some of the demands so that being said honestly knowing saban they may have just recast everybody. Yeah, I mean, th there's a very real possibility that it would have been six or five brand new Rangers, and because you know, when they knew they were going to have to replace half the Rangers in season two, there was no plan. They just okay, we'll wing it. They got uh, uh, stand-ins and really bad voice dubbers to come because there was what like three or four episodes, yeah, uh, where those actors weren't on the production anymore, but their characters were still in the episodes. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had they, to just yep. make it work. Yeah, there were some where the uh, the old actors had left and the new actors hadn't come in and they hadn't written out the old characters yet. And so you had like weird, always morphed scenes where like n people never got unmorphed or like reused uh, old footage. And it was my favorite was is mess. when they come to tell them they got picked to go to the peace conference and it's in a park at sunset, <laughs> so all you see is their silhouettes yeah, and yep. really bad voice actors. They're a, yeah! And it was like, that was supposed to be Trini. I don't know. That's, that's not a good sound <laughs> like at all. That doesn't sound good at all. Um, but yeah, so that, that that's, the, that's the question. It's like, what if all of, like, what if they had to recast everybody? Like, what would those episodes have yeah. looked like? Um, because later seasons of Power Rangers did that. Uh, yeah. Like halfway through Turbo, they just got rid of the entire existing cast yep. and rotated in an entire new cast. Yeah. So, I mean, it it would have just, like, it would have been wild that, like, the number one, not even just kids show, but, like, a such a global phenomenon would have had to change everything, like, that suddenly. That would be like yeah. in the middle of like season six, they just have to recast halfway through season six. They have to recast all of the friends. Like, can you imagine? That would have been insane. 
even if you keep the characters and just cast new actors as those characters, it's yeah. still not going to work. Like, it's because yeah, yeah, I I fully believe, and I understand where Image of Johnson's coming from, and if, maybe if the entire cast gotten together, maybe. Yeah. But again, I can. Uh, the whole idea behind the show is we got to keep it dirt cheap to produce, so we can right. maximize profits. Yeah, that was and, that, that was the name of the game. Was just how can we squeeze so many pennies out of this? That's why it was non non union to begin with. So I can legitimately, I give it 50-50. They would have given them more pay and maybe cut them in on like some more likeness rights or something, or they would have just fired everybody and got a whole new cast. Yeah, I, I think like now, I think today, the, they, they probably would have worked with them and it probably, like they probably would have worked something out. I think back yeah. then, I think they would have just recast everybody. Yeah. I think just the way that they were going, because, you know, I, I have a feeling there would have been a meeting that was that, that, that the quote would have been said, people tune in to watch Power Rangers. They don't tune in to watch you. I feel like that's the attitude that they would have had at the time. Is they would have said people mm-hmm. want to watch Power Rangers. They want to watch the suits. They want to watch the, the fighting and the monsters. They don't they, they don't tune in to watch austin st john they don't tune in to watch walter jones like i feel like and like i don't believe that but i feel like that yeah. that statement would have been said no as kids we absolutely did uh because yeah. like i have nothing against rock rocky adam or aisha uh the actors are all fantastic people yeah. but they just don't carry the same nostalgia or weight for me as the og characters do right uh and part of that, part of that, a big part of that, is when we did rotate out new characters to take over those uh, the, those ranger roles. Those three characters, at that point, the show was Tommy's show. Like, the only reason we really got any kind of character development for Billy or Kimberly or Zach or Trini uh, or, or Jason was because they were around for 17 episodes before Tommy came around. Right. And then when Tommy had to leave because we ran out of Sentai footage of the Green Ranger, <laughs> the show went back to them. Then by the time we get to changing out casts, we've already done the White Ranger swap. Right. At that point, it's Tommy's show. Everyone else is secondary. Yeah. So those new, those, yeah, those new characters never got any kind of development. It is as one dimensional as the OG Rangers may have been. Like Zach, Zach does hip hop keto and Billy's the nerd and like is pigeonholed and one dimensional as they might, they at least had something. Right. Like what was Rocky's thing? He was not Jason. Yeah. Uh, uh, Aisha's thing. She's Kimberly's best friend. Yep. And, and again, I have nothing against the characters. The actors are all really nice people. I've, I've been lucky enough to meet them all, but like, they they got as actors they got fuck all to do with oh, those yeah. characters yeah like they, they they did not walk into a good situation and yeah like i will i will give credit where it is due like karen ashley one of the nicest people like not even just celebrities but like one of the nicest human beings i have ever met um and one of the few power rangers people that i've gone back and had her sign a second thing because i was like you are so nice that i want to meet you again Yes. Like that I want to I want to have another conversation with you and give you more money and hang out and just like have another chat with you because you are so nice. And um, so, yeah, like wonderful people, you know, Catherine Sutherland, same thing, like tremendous people. Um, 
But yeah, they they were put into a no win situation, and I think that was the point where a lot of people tuned out, mm-hmm. and it kind of felt like it just it lost so much of its magic once they replaced half of the cast, half of the principal cast, and you know it just it just was not the same as much as they tried because then at that point they started to shoot more you know suited footage in america and like the 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 tide kind of shifted and it was just like they had a lot more like in the park unmorphed fighting stuff which was fine but it was like eh. and so it just kind of like the the tone and vibe and feeling of the show like there's if you watch an episode from like the first 20 and then mm-hmm. like the last few of season two like the show feels different well <laughs> it's hard to explain like it's hard to explain to someone no, no, who's, who's you're right. listening but like it feels like like you just like it it's a totally different feel when you're watching it part of that is due to the fact that by the end of season two they were shooting the show not in California or in Los Angeles, but in New Zealand yeah. and Australia because they had moved the entire production of the show because production of the movie was lagging behind. Yeah. Uh, which I think like Power Rangers, the movie is is maybe like the pinnacle of, of that initial Power Rangers popularity. Uh, it was all downhill from there. Uh, not that the, you know, there's good stuff in the show after that, but like to me, that's like pinnacle. Like they understood, look, we have a limited time before our kids are going to move on to something else. Yeah. We got to strike while the iron is hot. And uh, with, with all the road bumps to get there, Power Rangers, the movie was amazing as a kid. Oh, yeah. Like I, I saw it in theaters. It was fantastic as a kid. Uh, I remember being upset in the theater that they went out of show morphing order. Like that was my big criticism was uh, they did not go in the proper television show order when they morphed. And that was my big problem. And like I was in the theater ready to go along with it. And then it, it was not the same. And I remember being extremely upset. And my mom was like, it's fine. Like it, it's, 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 it's a thing. Oh. Like. Hello. Oh, Hey. Hey, sorry. Hey. No, that, no, that, it dropped out. For no, me. you're good. No. Uh, yeah. I, I said like the, 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 my biggest bitch about the movie is that they did not go in television show morphing order. Yes, and I was, I was I was in the theater and I was like, here it comes, Mastodon. Te-. No, like it was totally opposite, and it was like a complete different, um, different order. And I remember just being like really upset. Yeah, and we, you know, why is there not a special edition where we fix that? I know, right? And like the 3D now, the 3D looks super dated because it's that 3D where everything is shiny. Like all the CGI where yeah, like everything is CG super swords, yeah. Yeah, but the movie, fantastic fun movie. Um it, they had a Blu-ray release that I need to pick up because uh, I still haven't gotten it yet, but I need to. 
Uh, it's probably dirt cheap now. So, um, because I remember my favorite Ranger suits of all time is from the movie, the '95 movie. The suits look like, pretty I love, good. Yeah, like they were they were pretty love, slick. Love that armored look. Yeah, they're they're more than just spandex. And I know they blew through those suits because they were not built for fight choreography, but no, they look so great. Uh, and then that was when they did um, the the McDonald's Happy Meal toy. Yeah. Uh, and like you could get the morpher with the movie coins in it, like the ninja coins in it. And that was like, I have, I still have one somewhere because it was um, like, you could, you could wear it like as a belt buckle. Yep. And it was the, it was the most amazing thing. I was all about the, one of the toys in the McDonald's thing was the wrist communicator. Yeah. Because for some reason, probably because they didn't have them in the Sentai footage and, and, and all the toys were just reproductions of the stuff from Bandai, uh, Bandai for Super Sentai G-Ranger, but they never made a toy of the communicator. No. So for me, that McDonald's toy, that was like the thing to have is because you couldn't get a communicator anywhere else. Yeah. And now, and then remember like when we were in college and there was a somebody, uh, and it like, I, I feel like I remember the name of the, like there was an eBay shop where you could get the, like the light up communicator. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, like it had like the interchangeable bands and stuff. Yeah. Oh man. And now, now we've got it where you can go and like, you can buy one on Amazon right now because, uh, they've actually put one out. Like it's like official mm-hmm. and you can um, still buy the knockoffs. Go to Etsy. You'll find tons of them. Yeah, you sure will. And they're, they're because like the difference is like they make them out of real metal and yeah, like watch material. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so that's the big difference is, um, you know, you, you can get them that way. And like the, the toy, like the, the one you can get at the, at, you know, your local toy store or wherever uh, on Amazon or whatever is like, I don't think it's real metal. I think it's mostly plastic. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure um, that it's not a real, like, uh, cause the, the, the people that, uh, let me look it up. Um, Power Rangers communicator. Uh, well, it's Hasbro now, right? Yeah. Oh, well, license, yeah. yeah, the Legacy Communicator playset, which you can get, uh, is expensive as shit because I guess they're not manufacturing it anymore, so you have to buy it from somebody else. But it gives you the 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 it's diecast parts and metallic paint. Uh, it features lights mm-hmm. and sounds from the series as well as interchangeable color bands, so you can morph into any of the five original Power Rangers. So they don't give you the green or the white with it they only give you the og5 um but yeah if you want it now uh you're gonna have to pay quite a bit for it uh if you want it on amazon but i'm sure um you could probably ebay it uh a little bit a little bit cheaper or mercari or whatever platform people use to buy shit now see now i'm 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 jumping to etsy yeah welcome to the we shop on air portion right that's that, that's where it's like this is where we're just gonna go find it because yeah if you want it on amazon it's 350 and i don't think that uh paying 350 for it is worth it if i could connect it to my phone and it would be like a smart watch they see they do that for star trek like scott cox has a star trek communicator that works as a bluetooth for your phone see like that if 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 i could get the watch that would um that would pair up with my phone, that would be a much 
easier sell for me but if it's just a like because i have a i have a watch i don't i don't need another non-functioning watch where's the mighty morphin power rangers smart watch yeah like i don't know why they're not doing that that would make that would print money um 75 bucks on etsy see that's that's a much better price and i'm sure they'll give you any any color band that you want Mm -hmm. yeah see so just gonna bookmark this for later. That's why you never buy official. You always pirate people. You always turn to piracy. I'd buy official if they made something decent. Yeah, that's it. It's like if 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 they would give me what I want, in the words of Dave Batista, give me what I want. <laughs> and I'll buy it. But if you don't, I'm uh, not giving you money. Fair. But um but uh but yeah. yeah so yeah the the power rangers movie was was again it was like peak like we have we have hit the top of the mountain and i mean we we, we could do a whole episode about the the production of of the power rangers movie because man that is an interesting story but yes. what you need to know is by the time you get to the end of season two of mighty Morphin power rangers they have completely moved production of the show to was it Australia or New Zealand? I forget which one. Uh, New Zealand, I believe. Okay, okay. Uh, um, to film simultaneously the movie and the current season of the show. Imagine being one of those actors. Uh, hey, you done shoot this episode? Oh, cool. I'm gonna go back to my trailer. No, no, no. You gotta be on the set for the movie in ten minutes. And like, there's drive you across town real quick. There's a there's at least one episode of the um, it's like the the Wild West point where uh, there's like there's two Tommies, like a Tommy comes back in time, and mm-hmm. they they actually use sets and props from the movie in the show, like you can see them, um, because they used like they were in that same area, um, yeah, which is pretty there's, wild. There are there's a great story, um. When they go, yeah. When they go back to colonial times, yeah, and and meet all their ancestors who look just like they do. <laughs> <clears throat> Remember that the town is attacked by giant rats. Yep. Those costumes were built for the movie, and rejected because they looked terrible, which yep. they do. Yeah, they look real bad. On, waste not, want not. We're gonna put them <laughs> in an episode. Yeah, because I mean, here's here's the thing about it: is is you're shooting the movie, and and I I get it because yeah. Those costumes, yeah, they 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 looked terrible, but it, it they would look worse when you're shooting on film, and you have a much higher definition, and you know your like the 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 video quality standards on a low budget TV show much more forgiving than your movie stock. So, yep. um, I get it. Like, I get his I get his vision of like, yeah. They're dog shit for for movie, but you know what? We could probably sneak them in on the show and have it be fine. Because the act, like it's like the way that the show moved was like that that you know MTV real fast cuts, like fast pans and all that stuff, uh, quick cuts and all that. Like, so you're not really going to get a good look at them anyway. Um, so throw them in there. Like I I agree with that the, that thing. You you got them made. Yeah, they well, look like crap. Use them. You also have to put it in perspective. Our giant 
six foot tall rats fighting Power Rangers goofy? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. Is it any goofier than season <laughs> one of the show where they're fighting a giant pig who right. we have to make puke back up our weapons by feeding him spicy peppers? Yeah. No, like, no, not at all. Remember what you're talking about. It's Power Rangers. Remember the pumpkin wrapper? Oh, God. I yeah. Do. Yeah. So don't worry about them everything looking terrible. Everything had to wrap in the 90s, kids. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah, it was, it was a thing. Like, the early to mid-90s was a weird time. So, do you want to address the 30th anniversary reunion special? The uh, quote-unquote reunion special? Because they've done, they've done several, like, Rangers come back. You know, there was, like, um, yep. Forever Red, and, you know, Jason David Frank had been a part of fucking everything he could get his hands on. Um, and, you know, so you had, you had other Rangers like come back and, and guest on certain seasons and they missed the boat big time with, uh, the pirate power Rangers, which I'm not even, I don't even want to talk about. I can't, I can't talk about that without getting way too angry for a kid's show. Um, it's your, the Martian. Yes. <sighs> I can't do it. So, uh, you know, they, they've had all these opportunities like Jason David Frank came back for like an entire season um, where he was uh dino thunder. He was a dino thunder ranger. And so Except for when he was invisible for that. Yeah. Six fucking, episode arc. fucking what? Like, so, um, yeah. you know, all this stuff. So, um, but yeah, they, they, there's, uh, you know, Netflix put out the, the special 30th anniversary, um reunion special where they brought back you know uh, uh walter jones and david yost and uh the the girl that played uh trini's daughter and she had done that in series in like a, a couple seasons before so it wasn't like they just randomly casted for this when they picked the same actress um so that was great um i know we had had didn't we talk didn't we do an episode where we talked about that maybe 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 i'm gonna have to go back and look i thought we did we, right. we can still yeah. talk about it because i know sounds we, like us. i know that we both we both did a um like we we both had kind of the same um lower like, your expectations right we both had kind of the same like yeah like it was like it was what it was and um um it was a solid seven out of 10, but like, I appreciate yeah. the fact that they did it. Um, well then let's gloss over that then. And are you reading currently any of the, uh, boom studios, uh, power Rangers comics? I did when it first started. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. We did an episode, uh, called go, go to the toy aisle. Uh, there you go. Uh, where we talked about, uh, it was you and me and we talked about the power Rangers. um, like the the reunion show uh what happened what happened to toys uh and a whole bunch of other stuff so we did talk about that uh so you can go back in the um uh in the in the history and hear about us talking about that 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 special um but um yeah i i started out like when when they first started doing it i i read probably the first 50 or 60 and then, okay. and then, like, I, I had a period where, like, I just got out of comics entirely. 
and um, but I'm getting back into it, so I'm trying to catch up. That's one of the titles because they have they have um, they have like because they introduced another like they introduced like Go Go Power Rangers, and they had they had a couple. Yeah, they they split the title into yeah. for a while. Um, and so like I kind of got where like I was trying to follow that and like four or five other uh, titles, and then the comic book store that I was using managed to somehow never get a, a hold folder right so um like they would like that'll, that'll end it yeah oh god like I, I would put in like a specific title and they would give me like something that wasn't even close and they would be like oh that's what you put on your form and i'm like fuck it i don't even know what this is um and and so finally i just stopped like i told them i didn't want it anymore and they kept holding stuff so i just stopped going and i haven't been there in like three years um shit so fuck them because uh, they don't know how to do a hold folder, so um, <laughs> so that that whole experience kind of soured me from comics, which I know is unfair. But like, I'm trying to get back into that, and um, I know the the Ninja Turtles comic is really really good. Um, so I'm trying to get back into that into both of those. Um, Power Rangers is to me the comics are the true legacy of the show. The earlier comics are set very firmly in the continuity of the shows. As the comic goes on, it has become its own continuity. Um, so they are taking some very big swings with the narrative. Um, things like, I, don't, I won't spoil anything huge here, but um, what Zach, Trini, and Jason were up to when they went off to the quote-unquote peace conference. Oh, yeah. Hint, it wasn't a peace conference. Uh, why they really left, what was going on with there. We bring back the Green Ranger. We introduce a Ranger team prior to the one we know, which is something that the show always talked about but never really showed is prior Ranger teams. Uh, we got a full-on multiverse story called Shattered Grid, where every Power Ranger team ever came together for one giant crossover should have been what that it, what that one season was, but we're not. I know I can't. <laughs> it's batshit crazy in the best way possible, uh, and we are currently uh, building towards another big uh, crossover storyline, um, another spinoff called Rangers Academy, uh, which is like a, a, a Hogwarts for Power Rangers kind of thing, basically off in space um the the main team is still around all doing you know their own kind of thing um it's it is if you're a power rangers fan it's what you've always wanted to see from the show the characters get more time to develop and actually feel like characters including rocky adam and aisha um we get arcs that are a little harder edged than we would have it goes into the entire origin of zordon the entire origin of zed and how those two are connected um it's 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 amazing right now we have we're in the current storyline is the the return and evolution of rita rita's back but she's no longer rita repulsa she's embraced her destiny she is mistress vile uh if you remember master vile from season three of the yeah. mpr yep uh, you know rita's dad the zed's boss yeah um it's 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 great seriously uh, it's at the point now where it's it's separate from the shows. It's building on its own mythology and and paying off things it's set up now. Again, it starts out very much um, 
I think the comics start season one of Power Rangers right after Jason, sorry, Tommy has joined the team. And that's sort of, okay, he's on the team now, but we don't really know this guy and we kind of don't really trust this guy. And it builds, starts there, builds up. Uh, I think between certain issues, we jump a season and suddenly we have Tommy as a White Ranger. Uh, so it's, it sort of glosses over some of those moments, but it is just pure Power Ranger awesomeness. Um, Bulk and Skull, that we haven't talked about enough on this show, yeah. uh, get their own cool storyline um, and, and and get development as characters. It's a really, really great comic. It's It does get confusing to follow because they did split it into Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers for right. a while. However, currently, we're back to just the one title, Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, uh, and they're about to spin off. We've got Power Rangers, Rangers Academy. Uh, and then we have one coming out, I think, end of this year, beginning of next year, co-written by Amy Jo Johnson Ooh. called Power Rangers The Return, which is an alternate history timeline for the original Metamorphin Power Rangers. We got a little glimpse of it in the 30th anniversary comic they put out. Mm-hmm. But basically, it is the history of Power Rangers, current day, present date. So Rangers are all in there, you know, pushing 50. Um, But the time split happens with the peace conference. We have that same stupid silhouetted uh, silhouetted sunset shot of them saying, you guys are going off to a peace conference. Oh, man, what are we going to do as Rangers? And rather than them saying, oh, let's go on a giant quest to find a mythic sword to transfer your powers to somebody else, I think it's Billy correctly points out uh, guys we can teleport you can go anywhere in the world and still be a ranger that's and why he that was point, the smart one yep is where the return uh it, it's that universe so like that's our, our pivot point is they never stop being rangers because again we can teleport so it doesn't really matter where you live in the world we can just teleport you wherever the monster is attacking shit yeah <clears throat> um and and goes forward from that point I need to, so, uh, I need yeah. to dig out all because I like for the first, gosh, for the first like couple years, I have like I have all the single issues, uh-huh. so I need to dig those out and start from the beginning and um like get refreshed and cause it's I a have, great ride, man. Yeah, seriously. I have so many. Like I have well into and through Shattered Grid, so I need to like okay, I need to start there and and get through all those um and. Cause yeah, I'm I'm way behind. So it's okay, man. It, 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 if you're new to any of this, don't worry. Uh, I will always tell you to go support your local comic book store. Yeah. Um, just tell them what you're looking for. If they don't have it, they'll order it for you. But every six issues, they put out a trade paperback, which is a collection of that six issue storyline, and you can start there and just start picking up the trade paperbacks and catch up to where we are now. And then start getting your individual issues. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a comic store near you, you can find them wherever books are sold. You can uh, message me, and I'll tell you where to download them online. It updates every yeah. week. There's a new release zip file every week. You just need you an e-reader. Bitch. You just need an e-reader, and you download them, and you can just read them on your tablet. You are a filthy pirate. Aren't I you? am, and I don't even <laughs> care, man. I don't even care. <laughs> 
Because listen, here's the problem: is you want me to okay. keep, like like these companies want me to buy like in order to keep the whole story going, you gotta buy four different titles a month at four ninety nine a piece. No, no, I say, give me a CBR reader app on my tablet and give me this website and I will just, they, they break it up. You can download individual titles every single week and then they package everything together. Oh yeah. Just give me that. Look, giving your personal shitty track record with terrible conflict <laughs> stores, right? I can understand where you're coming from, sir. Yeah. yeah. If I had My local reputable... shop is fantastic. I've never had that bad. You know, that issue uh, has, has never come up with me. Uh, but I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. If I had a reputable comic book store, I would support them. As you know, I am loyal to stores that I appreciate and that, like the stores that do stuff right. Like I will, I will support a store like you will not believe. Um, like I will, I will spend way too much time at stores as evident by my way too many target snaps. Um, <laughs> I feel like I friggin' live at target because they always have the stuff I want. And, um, you know, they always stock the toys that I'm looking for at that time and uh, comic books. Yeah. If I had a reputable store that would actually give half a shit, I would I would have a holds folder and I would be going um, and it sucks, too, because I am literally like point. I'm like one point two miles from the nearest comic book store in town and they are the worst comic book store. Because they don't want to be a comic book store, so comic books they just they keep them there to make money because they know that people will go in and I buy. Think them. I know exactly what store you're talking. Yeah, about. It's like they would rather be a a music store, even though they're still like the fourth best music store in town, and <laughs> like and there's only three, and they're the fourth best. Well, don't forget they also sell used movies and video games. And yeah, it's the it's, books and magazines and yeah. Um, if you want if you want to find any back issue of playboy that you could ever think of that's the place to go (laughs) but beyond that they don't really have a whole lot so it smells like incense in there because that shit is disgusting it's we uh, want your used porn yeah yeah basically like that that place god i really want to make an incense and incest joke about it but i'm not going to but that place yeah i just I, i haven't been in there in so long uh, ever since I told them three times I didn't want my folder and they just kept emailing me and they're like, well, if you don't pick it up, we're going to have to put it back on the shelf. I was like, close it. Close <laughs> the folder. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't actually been in there since like before COVID. Um, hmm. So, yeah, it's been it's been over three years. Uh, OK, so at some point I'm going to have to go back in there and. Um, just to see what it's like. I want like. to be there when you do. Yeah, just just to see what it's like. Just to be like, I, yeah. it's, it's been years. So. That's a shame. Yeah, because it could be great. Like it could be an awesome thing that I just I just don't. I just, I just it's it's a place that I I used to go all the time. And... Well, you know, you could always go to the other comic book store. <laughs> the other Jokes one. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I love it though. Where are we going? Why are there so many Tennessee license plates this way? Why are we leaving Kentucky? Yeah. I'm confused. Welcome to Tennessee. I'm what out of was class that? in 20 minutes? Not you, today. Yeah. You pick it back up on Thursday. Uh, oh, so gosh. any final thoughts on 
Power Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I'm I'm going to close the show with. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say one thing that um, like it was it was incredible the energy and the excitement and the fun of being a Mighty Morphin's Power Ranger Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan, like being in that target age range when it was new. That was like the first because, yeah, like Ninja Turtles was big and G.I. Joe was big and like He-Man was big. But like all of those like that stuff was was. I wasn't really like the perfect age when those like really hit big. And and Power Rangers, I was like right in that target age range, right when it like exploded. And so it, there was this energy that like it's so hard to explain because now there there isn't that like when something big comes out it's like okay like that's super popular but like you know i'm not in an like an age range that like a a kid's show would you know like when when they're like paw patrol is huge i'm like i don't fucking care i'm 32 like (laughs) like whatever uh but like being you know being nine years old when power rangers first went on the air like it it was just so unique and so different to explain to people of of just that that feeling and that vibe of it being there and now today being 30 something and um still seeing Okay, well now, you know, when they in, in the nineties they released the Dragon Dagger, but it was all plastic and it only made like one sound that sounded like uh you're farting through a walkie-talkie. And now they've got the one that's metal and it it makes all these great sounds and like it sounds really good and it's or they have the blaster that like it's it, like it, it flips out to the sword and it's so cool. And so it's like now being a little bit older, that brand is still so iconic that they're still releasing merchandise. So like when I go to a store and I see, you know, like the lightning collection action figures Mm -hmm. and they look so good and they're in scale with other, like they're, they're in scale with the, uh, the, uh, the, the Ghostbusters plasma series figures, just as a side note, which is amazing (laughs) for toy crossovers. Um, but yep. like they're they're you know in line with some and the detail is so great and it's like these are the toys that I wish I had when I was nine when it was at its peak and so it's like there's still you know they still have the morphers that now have like the the lights and the sounds and they're made of metal and it's so crazy and so it's still like there's always something new on the shelf when I go to Walmart Target wherever and it's it's hard to explain like seeing a lightning collection like like there's there's hanging at on the target pegs here in town there's a uh the lightning collection the uh the black ranger and the black mighty morphin power ranger and so like every single time i see that and i i walk by when it's there i see it and i'm immediately like i i i blink and i'm back in 1993 And I'm at a Walmart and I'm nine years old and I see a Mighty Morphin Black Power Ranger on the shelf. And it like I lose my shit because I'm like, oh, it's a Power Ranger. Yes. And like it's such a weird. But incredible feeling. And, you know. It 
that 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 something from that long ago still relevant and popular today and is still able to draw those emotions out is is remarkable yeah um as a kid it was again it, all all the my friends around you know on the block we were all power rangers fans and we played power rangers and you know <clears throat> shout out to colin dreyer for years we had a perfect relationship going of of I got the uh he got the Dino Zords, I got the Thunder Zords, he got the Ninja Zords, I got the Shogun Zords. Like together we had everything. It was awesome. Uh for me, what really made Power Rangers magic, this is gonna sound weird. Uh, but fast forward like a decade, decade and a half, when that resurgence of Power Rangers first started to kick back in, and realizing how many of my current, you know, quote unquote adult friends were also big into Power Rangers back in the day. And that was almost like our love of Power Rangers unlocked like a whole new level of friendship. <laughs> uh, it's hard to explain. Like when we were in college and you brought up like, dude, I think I want to make like a Power Rangers fan film. Like does that sound dumb. Like that sounds awesome. And can I be a Ranger in it? <laughs> uh, like that unlocked a whole new. And then, uh, I remember distinctly like, um uh meeting uh austin st john for the first time yeah. and thinking like there's this weirdness because like like you said like there were so many other celebrities and, and so many other things i was a fan of as a kid that felt like kind of out of my age range like i loved ghostbusters but i was a little on the younger side to like ghostbusters uh i liked gi joe and and he-man but i was you know my brother my older brother had that stuff so I, any stuff I had was kind of through him. Uh, but like Power Rangers, like we were the exact target demographic of this thing when it hit. Like you couldn't get, you know, we we were the target audience. Uh, it was awesome. And, and, and I had, I loved the show. And I, I held on, man. I watched through Zio. I didn't quit watching until it shitted into Turbo. Um, <laughs> and it did. <laughs> did it ever but like again that resurgence uh when it when it's, we started seeing power rangers popping up at conventions and 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 getting to meet it was the first time i really felt like because meeting like i'd met ernie hudson but that felt like a whole different thing because like ernie hudson's like he's an actor he's in all kinds of movies he's he's a big somebody he's you know he's had a very long very great career but like this was the first time i felt like i was meeting like an icon of my childhood like Austin St. John, I know that's his real name, but no, no, you're Jason. You're the Red Power Ranger. Like you were my hero as a child, and now I'm shaking your hand and you're knighting me with a power sword because <laughs> uh, I'm still a fucking child. Um, but it, it like that seeing that and seeing how I'm not the only nerd who loved Power Rangers, maybe a little too long, because uh, there's tons of us out there now. Yeah. Um, and like, to me, that's been kind of like the magic part. It's like, it was awesome as a child and I loved Power Rangers very intensely as a child, but Power Rangers kind of faded and I got into other stuff as you do as, as child that happens, you know? Um, but like to see it kind of come back that like that resurgence and that love of this thing that was, you know, goofy and ridiculous then and goofy and ridiculous now, but we all love it anyway. That's been like the real magic of Power Rangers to me is is it's almost like a second language, you know. You have franchises like Star Wars, 
that are kind of evergreen. There's always going to be Star Wars stuff. There's always going to be new Star Wars fans. Uh, but Power Rangers felt so of the 90s and so of an era. And, and even though like Power Rangers is still around, you know, the, the, we're now using the same format as the Sentai stuff, where every year, year and a half, it's a whole new cast, a whole new batch of Rangers, a whole new storyline uh, that doesn't really connect with anything else. It's, it's basically a whole new show every couple of years. Um, so the Mighty Morphin era, when we tried to keep everything connected and tell one story across one continuity, and, and, and when new Zords come in, we had to explain why. Like That era of Rangers is done. Even though Power Rangers is still going, that era is, is so of the moment of the 90s um and it's it's got that nostalgic hit for me but it's also like to see that carry on is really special so i'll stop waxing philosophic about a kid show from the 90s no it's 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 awesome um you know I, there was a point where i was like i'm gonna buy a bunch of power ranger helmets and now i have no place to put them so um <laughs> i got three of them just kind of hanging out uh, I have one, and it's from a very awesome friend of mine, and yeah. I want him to know it still has a place of honor in my collection. <laughs> I want you to know it is the centerpiece of my Power Rangers display, sir. I'm telling you, the uh, there was there was a point, uh, there was there was a moment in time where I believe your uh, social media profile pictures were you in that hoodie with that uh, with that helmet, and yep. the the hilarious, just top notch. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, like the, the, the lasting legacy of Power Rangers, of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the global phenomenon, uh, that, um, you know, for there, there is an entire generation that, uh, like, yeah, you're right. Like when you find somebody that was that same age and that was into it as much as you were, it, you find a kindred spirit at that point. Um, and so as we draw to a close on this special look back on uh, the, the mighty Morphin look back um, retrospective, we end it the only way we know how, where we say from this point on, good luck and may the power protect you.